Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Give it to me, I'm Good afternoon and welcome into Overtime here. 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, the Odyssey app. Appreciate you guys hanging out today when I... Saturday afternoon, the first weekend we can celebrate the post-Dan Snyder era. Every day seems sunny post-Dan Snyder. <laughs> it could be cold and rainy out. It wouldn't matter. It's not going to dampen our mood. We got plenty to celebrate today. So we're going to get into some Dan Snyder talk. Well, sorry. I- I'm not going to mention that guy's name anymore. We're going to talk about Josh Harris and the new Commander's Ownership Group. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. But today we're going to start on the diamond. We're on standby as... Dylan Cruz is going to be introduced to the media, to you as Nationals fans coming up here in just a little bit. We'll get you there as soon as that press conference starts just down the street here at Nationals Park. Toby Altizer hanging out with you till 6.30 before we go back over to Nationals Park as they get game two of the series against the Giants underway. C.J. Abrams bobblehead night. Maybe you're heading over there to the ballpark for that. I'm not sure exactly what the plan is for Dylan Cruz, but we're going to go right over to Nationals Park now for the press conference with Dylan Cruz. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you all for joining us here today. I'm Nationals broadcaster Dan Kolko, and I'm thrilled to be here on this very exciting day. In addition to those of you who are here with us at Nationals Park, I'd like to extend a special welcome to those of you watching live on Masson and Nats.com, and those listening in with us on 106.7 The Fan. Thank you all for spending a portion of your Saturday here with us. It's my pleasure to introduce Washington Nationals President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Mike Rizzo, the team's first-round pick in the 2023 MLB first-year player draft, Dylan Cruz, and his agent, Scott Boris. We'd like to extend a very warm welcome to Dylan's family, who are here with us today, his mother, Kim, 
his father George, his sister Lindsay, and girlfriend Jane. Thank you guys so much for making the trip here to Washington, D.C., and hope you've had a good time so far. We'd also like to extend a special welcome to Nationals Managing Principal Owner Mark Lerner and his wife Judy. Hey, guys. And now, Dylan, to officially welcome you to the organization, I'm going to step aside and let Mike Rizzo present you with your very first Washington Nationals jersey. Beautiful. Awesome. This is the fun part. All right, we'll begin today's press conference with opening statements from Mike Rizzo and Dylan Cruz before opening things up to questions. So we'll start with Mike. Well, uh, what a, another exciting day here uh, at Nationals Park. Over the years that I've been here, uh, we've been here many times, and few uh, occasions can match the excitement uh, that we have today uh, to, uh, you know, to get into the organization, uh, one of the most decorated, accomplished uh, winning type of players uh, in collegiate history uh, uh, to, to join the Washington Nationals uh, is a special uh, occasion for us. Uh, this, uh, this is a player that uh, uh, you know, left it on the field all season at, at LSU. Uh, we've, we've scouted him since uh, his high school, his high school cur- career and through LSU, and what, one of the most magnificent careers uh, that any college player has ever had. And uh, it's just uh, winning a national championship, I think, uh, was the culmination of his uh, collegiate career. And we have, we have way bigger and way more important goals to, to accomplish uh, with Dylan here in Washington, D.C. So without further ado, it is my pleasure and honor to, uh, to introduce uh, the, our new outfielder for the Washington Nationals, Dylan Cruz. Yeah, first off, I, and I'd like to thank uh, you know, my family, of course, mom and dad, um, Lindsay and my girlfriend. Um, you know, without them, none of this is possible. They've made endless of sacrifices uh, to get me to this point, and I'm just forever thankful. I want to thank uh, the Lerner family. I want to thank um, Scott and the uh, Boris Corporation, um, and, of course, um, Mike Rizzo. And, um, you know, I'm ready to get going. You know, looking back um, – Ten years from now, it's just I, I really wouldn't think I'd be in this position right now. And, um, you know, I think it all starts with surrounding the people or surrounding myself with the right people. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to get going. You know, I, I couldn't be happy right now. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the future. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Mike. Uh, we'll open the floor to questions. Uh, we have Nick and Joey on each side of the room with microphones. So raise your hand. I will call on you. And one of those guys will bring you the microphone. We'll start with Jessica Camerato, MLB.com. 
Hey, Dylan, welcome to DC. How would you describe the emotions of today and in this very moment that you're sitting right there? Yeah, uh, emotions are, you know, going through the roof right now. I just, I feel, I feel, you know, just accomplished and, you know, just learn, just knowing that all the hard work is paying off, you know, uh, like I said, looking back, uh, I really don't think I'd be in this position without surrounding myself with the right people and, um, you know, sacrificing a whole lot to get to this point. Um, so I'm just, I'm ready to get going, you know, uh, it's, uh, the game doesn't change, you know, everybody's nameless and faceless, so I'm ready to get going and, uh, you know, uh, just play the game I've always been playing. Bobby Blanco, MassiveSports.com. Hey, Dylan. Welcome. Congrats. Um, just what have the past couple of weeks been like for you since draft night, um, coming here, visiting, uh, touring the facilities and everything like that? Yeah, it's all happened so fast, honestly, you know, um, you know, from competing to a national championship and, and winning that and, you know, the Golden Spikes and, and uh, you know, getting drafted to a great organization. It's, uh, it's all happened so fast. It's, it's honestly kind of hard to enjoy everything. But, um, you know, I've, I've learned how to slow things down and, and be where my feet are every single day. So uh, I've enjoyed it, you know. Um, like I said, you know, I couldn't be happier w uh, with where I am today. Andrew Golden, Washington Post. Hey, Dylan, uh, how familiar are you with the history of the Nationals and how does it kind of feel to be a part of this now? Yeah, um, you know, I, when I was growing up, I used to always watch Bryce Harper play, and you know, it's one of my one of my favorite players growing up. So that's somebody somebody who I look up to. You know, um, you know, I know a lot of the guys on the on the on the team and in the, in the organization. Um, CJ, uh, House, um, Woods, um, you know, Yo Yo Morales, who just got drafted. So I'm familiar with all the with all the faces here. So. Um, you know, I think that's, that's a good, good start. And, uh, you know, I think we're, we got a head start on this whole thing. So um, ready to get going and, and competing with those guys. Dylan, what's your goal in terms of getting called up to the major leagues timetable? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I'm just going to play my game at the end of the day. You know, I'm going to do what I can to, uh, you know, try my best and, and uh, perform to uh, the highest I can, I can perform. And, you know, that, that decision's up to the, uh, the Nats and, you know, um, however Fast I get up, you know, that's up to them, but I'm going to play my game at the end of the day. Jesse Dockery, Washington Post. Hey, Dylan, congrats. Uh, what part of your game would you say is the most polished at this point, and what are you kind of looking in the next months, years, to really refine and make more polished? Yeah, you know, I, I look to uh, to polish everything, really, you know, from, from hitting to, to, you know, outfield work, speed work, uh, first jumps. Um, you know, I think, you know, being able to hit with um, – all, all sides of the field with uh, with power and average. I think that's a uh, you know the most polished. But you know I, I tend to I, I want to polish every every part of my game. You know and uh, get better each and every day. David Aldridge, the Athletic. Hi, uh, question for Dylan and for Mike. For Dylan, um, you just mentioned a lot of guys that are going to be part of this rebuild here in Washington, and I wonder what it feels like to know that there are people surrounding you that are that you're all going to kind of grow up together in this organization going forward. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, you know. And like I said, I know a lot of the guys. I'm familiar with a lot of the guys. I think that's it's a good, uh, you know, head start for us. Really, you know, it's uh, we kind of skip that, you know, getting to know each other part, and we get get right right to right to going and right right to moving and getting to work with all these guys. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I, like I said, I know all these guys. Very familiar with all of them. So, um, ready to get to work. And for Mike, I mean, you knew that you were going to have a high pick. Obviously, you kind of knew going to be one of two people, right? But to actually have Dylan in-house now and to know that this is a big piece going forward of the rebuild in place, what do you think that does in terms of 
your morale, the, team, the organization's morale, knowing that something on the ground is really happening? Well, it's 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 always great to to add a, a you know a keystone type of uh, player in the organization. Uh, you know, like I've said before, we we've been here before, and uh, and uh, when I was out and about seeing you know the, some of the top players uh, in, in the country this year, uh, uh, I knew I knew I had my pick when I left University of Mississippi uh, against LSU. So uh, it was it was something that uh, that we you know we there was a lot of decision making, there was a lot of thought put into this, but uh, but you know my instinct was. When when I left that ballpark, I knew who we were taking. Uh, Jesse Dockerty, Washington Post. Yeah, just for Mike, real quick, why 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 were you so sure when you left? Just uh, you know, o- over the years, my experience in, in, in the draft, just this was just a uh, uh, a not only not only a, uh, a unique player, but uh, but a a player that I've seen for years. I've seen him grow uh, as as a player. Uh, you know, he's he's been the man. For three years at LSU, had had the target on his back, and you would never know it. Uh, he played. He plays with a a uh, a slow pulse and, and a low heart rate, uh, a lot like Anthony Rendon was when when I saw him at Rice. And uh, this is uh, this is a guy that is. It was about one thing. It wasn't. It wasn't going four for four and impressing the scouts. It was about winning that game. And uh, he was. You know, I I would uh, I would solo in on him. And he's pitch to pitch, and and a guy that uh, took great pains in preparation. And uh, you know, not only pregame, during the game, but postgame, I'd watch him in the dugout, and he's, he was always helping people and uh, and trying to uh, trying to get the edge. And for Scott, um, obviously, you're fairly selective with the guys you take on out of high school and college. So, can you think back to when you first either saw Dylan play or met him, and what your impressions were, and, and why why you chose to work with him? You know, one of the hardest things for a family to do, and for Dylan to do, was for all of us to tell him how good he is and then tell him that he can be so much better. Because most players want to jump in at high school in their pro careers. But, um, you know, it's a credit to George and to Kim and, and to Dylan that they trusted in him, they trusted in his skills. And, uh, you know, as Mike said, the expectation of turning down large amounts of money out of high school and going to college is, is a difficult task. And uh, Dylan modeled that throughout. And um, the idea of players that can have great skill, but really can measure their emotions, they can answer the moment. Uh, Winning situations and big situations are what they're about. And frankly, it's when they're most calm. And I think that's the low heartbeat that Mike's talking about. I, I wish all those comments that Mike just made would have been told to me before the negotiation, because <laughs> then we would have had an agreement, but you know how that goes. I want to point out one other thing, if I may, is that today, the final point of our negotiation was to ask that Annette Lerner come and meet Dylan and his family. And she came today. And she's a special lady, and we all have a very lost head. <clears throat> we all built a championship here. And we did it with core players like Rendon and Harper and Strasburg and, and Worth. And to see this next generation come and with Mark and Judy and, and, uh, and having Annette here, I wanted the, the Cruz family and Dylan to meet that history to share in it and, and watch it grow. 
and let her meet the, the next future of the next generation of what Ted wanted. Andrew Golden, Washington Post. You know, I want to follow up on a little bit of Scott's answer about you deciding to, to go to college instead of taking your name out of the draft that year. Kind of what went that decision? Why did you want to do that? And what did you feel like you had to prove by doing that? Yeah, yeah, it was a tough decision. You know, I was a I was an 18 year old kid who uh, honestly didn't felt like he wasn't um, you know fully developed at that point. You know, I felt like there was a lot of room that uh, that was still in my game that I needed to improve on. So. Um, you know, I, my my gut trust and uh, my gut told me to you know take myself out um, and experience experience that uh, college life. And um, looking back, it was the best decision I've ever made. You know, taking myself out and you know it's a it was a it was a, a bet on myself really. You know, so um, you know, like I said, looking back, best decision I've ever made. I, I couldn't be uh, happier with, with with where I am today. Couldn't thank Coach Jay enough for this. Um, you know, opportunity without him, yeah, nothing, nothing like this is possible. So, um, yeah, super, super happy. Tim? Mike, what's the plan as to where Dylan will be headed to next? Well, I think we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to get him acclimated to, to the organization. Uh, first of all, he's going to run around, run around the outfield today with the, uh, with, uh, under the guidance of the uh, manager, Dave Martinez, and have a little fun out there. And, uh, and uh, then we're going to get the, get the work, get the business. Uh, 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 the, all the plans are, all, you know, everyone's got a different plan of, of development. I think we're going to, we're going to start in West Palm beach, get acclimated to the organization. And then he'll, he'll probably head somewhere uh, in the, in, in, you know, one of the a ball clubs, uh, uh, soon thereafter, but, uh, it'll all be driven by, by, you know, where he's at and, uh, you know, how rusty he is from the season and that type of thing. But I don't think it should be take very long for him to get into the swing of things and, uh, and to get rolling. Uh, Bobby Blanco, MassSports.com. Uh, Mike, because of the new draft lottery rules, you guys can't draft as high next year. How important was it for you to hit, or maybe how fortunate did you feel that you could have your select at number two this year? And Dylan, do you feel any added pressure being drafted as high, and how do you kind of handle that? Well, it you know it's never fun to draft high because you had a really bad year the year before. So uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was a good year to be bad the year before because uh, we got ourselves a hell of a player uh, with the second pick and a guy that's going to be a cornerstone for us, you know, moving forward. And uh, and uh, if you're going to pick high, it's it's good to pick high when you got a player like Dylan Cruz that that you could take. Yeah, I don't think it's added pressure at all, really. Um, you know, I view I view pressure as as a privilege, really, and. Um, you know, I, I think it's a privilege to have pressure like that, and um, I've played up my whole my whole life. I was a I was a 20, 2020 playing in the twenty nineteen class, played up. So expectations kind of came natural to me. So um, you know, I'm just going to play my game at the end of the day. Play my game, and and uh, everything should take care of itself. And Jessica Camarado, Nationals.com. Dylan, when you talk about these big moments, what do you like about? those big pressure situations and what is your key for thriving in them yeah uh slow heartbeat really slow heartbeat and staying where my feet are at the end of the day um you know i going to college really helped me um learn about all those things and learning how to control everything and you know just be where my feet are that's it you know be present i think that was something i struggled with uh early on in my life in, in high school so going to college really helped me you know overcome all those things watch you play what do you hope they take from your game and appreciate about you as a player yeah I mean I'm just gonna go out there it doesn't matter what day it is give it all I got and and uh leave it out on the field you know all I do all I want to do is win really so um I hope to bring that to to this organization and um you know hope to you know bring other guys along um with my game and you know hope to impact others as well 
and we'll finish up with Winston Hilton, ABC7 in the back. Uh, hey, Dylan, welcome to Washington. Um, nobody really makes it here by themselves. How important is it for you to have your family right here to share in this moment with you? Yeah, it's so important. You know, um, like I said, they've made endless amount of sacrifices for me to get here. Um, just the time, just all the, the time that they sacrificed, all the money that they've sacrificed. Um, I, I really wouldn't be here today without them. You know, I'm so, so thankful. And, um, you know, this, this means just as much to them as it does to me. And so um, I love them to death. You know, like I said, wouldn't be here today without them. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming. Uh, we'll be back in here around 4 o'clock for Davies Press Conference. So one, more, one more thing before we leave. Uh, I noticed you're a cigar smoker, so uh, ho um, hopefully that this is the first of, of many celebratory cigars that, that, uh, that the three of us are smoking together. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Very nice. And there you heard the introductory press conference of number two overall pick, Dylan Cruz, to the Washington Nationals. Over there down at Nationals Park. We're going to hit a quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Cruz, the player. Also what we heard in that press conference and more here on Overtime at 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, and the live and free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Toby Altizer with you here on 106.7 The Fan, Team 980, Odyssey app. Want to follow me on Twitter at Toby underscore Altizer. You can give us a call on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. So you just heard the press conference with Dylan Cruz getting introduced to the Nationals. Scott Boris there, Mike Rizzo. This guy is going to be a phenomenal baseball player for this organization. It's been a fun few days in D.C. sports. Obviously, all the sales stuff with the commanders, and we're going to get into that stuff here in just a couple of minutes. We're going to keep it here with the Nationals. But, I mean, Dylan Cruz was a guy that basically for the majority of the draft process was considered to be the number one prospect. And even going into the draft, I'd still say the overwhelming majority just because of bat over arm, we're thinking Dylan Cruz was the top guy. 
Ultimately, he doesn't go number one overall to Pittsburgh. His teammate Paul Skeens does, and he ends up in D.C. This is a guy, listen to these stats. This is an LSU. This is in the SEC. This is a guy that could have been drafted in the first round coming out of high school. You heard them talk a little bit about that in the press conference of why he chose to go to LSU as opposed to going in. And Boris talked a little bit about that, saying, hey, man, you can be a lot better. You can still improve. Give it a chance and see what happens. And listen to these numbers. In three years at LSU, 2021 is freshman year in the SEC. 362 batting average, 453 on base, 663 slug for an 1116 OPS. And if you don't know, that's pretty stinking good. <laughs> pretty stinking good. His second year, sophomore year, 349 batting average, 463 on base, 691 slug for an 11.53 OPS. And oh, by the way, his junior year, the year they went on to win the national championship, he won the Golden Spikes Award. He won his second SEC Player of the Year, back-to-back years, sophomore and junior year. This past season, 426 batting average, 567 on base percentage, 713 slug for a 1280 OPS. This guy's fantastic. He was on base in every single game this past season for LSU. Every single game, he was on base at least one time. Every single one. This guy's going to be a difference maker. And I'm interested. We're going to talk with Keith Law from The Athletic coming up in just a little bit, uh, coming up at 5 o'clock. And he already has him ranked as his number six prospect in all of baseball. Already, the guy hasn't even played a pitch, a game, an inning, a professional baseball yet, and he's ranked number six. Baseball America has this guy ranked as its number four prospect. This guy is going to be very good for the Nationals, and I think the beauty of this for the Nationals fans out there that are like, well, okay, you draft a guy, we're not going to see this guy for a long time. I don't think that's going to be the case with Dylan Cruz. You heard the numbers I rattled off of him facing in the SEC. This isn't like he was facing Little League pitching. You know, This wasn't like he was in some other program where you could say they weren't facing the best competition day in, day out. They were playing in the SEC, which is one of the best baseball conferences in the country, probably the best baseball conference. So this guy was facing good pitching, and he hit 426 and was on base every single game. So a couple things that stood out for me in the press conference, Rizzo said that he knew who he was going to pick after watching an LSU game and scouting the guys. I don't want to say that I'm skeptical there because that's just an easy cop-out answer. I just thought that was a little bit funny. He probably would have said the exact same thing if Paul Skeens was there at number two. But either way, I mean, this is a situation where the Nationals were in about as good a spot as you could be to pick number two overall because we assumed that Pittsburgh was going to take one of the LSU guys and whichever one they didn't take, Washington was getting. And so I'm sure they were over there I don't even know if they had a favorite guy because I don't know that you can't. Like, Dylan Cruz, best hitter in the draft. Paul Skeens, a a guy that you haven't seen, like, pitching in college since Strasburg. I mean, so I I don't think there was a wrong answer. And so if you're sitting there, like, I, I don't know that they had a specific guy that they chose, but good answer by Rizzo, right? Make it seem like you were all in on this guy. And again, There's no reason not to be all in on Dylan Cruz. This guy is going to be a fantastic ball player. You know, we'll see exactly what happens, but 
The other thing that stood out, too, is they said they're going to send him down to Florida, West Palm Beach. He's going to hang out at Nats Park today, so maybe you'll get to see him. Maybe he's throwing out the first pitch tonight. I'm not sure, but maybe you'll get to see him over there at Nats Park if you're going over to the game tonight. C.J. Abrams bobblehead night. Celebrate C.J., and you get to see Dylan Cruz. Pretty good night at the ballpark down there at Nats Park, so maybe go check them out tonight. But he's going to start down in West Palm Beach, get acclimated to the club. And then he's going to head to A-ball. And this is what stood out to me. I believe he was on the Junkies. Mike Rizzo was on the Junkies last week. They were talking about Dylan Cruz. And we've talked about this on the podcast I do with Grant, Bustin' Loose Baseball. You don't necessarily love sending hitters to Wilmington because of how pitcher-friendly that ballpark is. And so he was going to start somewhere in A-ball, he said. So either A or high A, which would be Wilmington or Fredericksburg. You might get the opportunity if you're in the area to go see this guy pretty soon because I don't think they're going to send him to Wilmington to go play in a pitcher-friendly ballpark to start his major league career. I think they're going to send him to Fredericksburg. Now, I don't know how long he's going to stick there. I would assume at some point this season he's going to end up with the Harrisburg Senators and get him up to double A because the realistic timeline for this guy is you could see him by the middle of next season I'm pretty sure you'll probably see him by the end of next season at some point. So that's the nice part about drafting a guy like Cruz that went to college. You don't have to wait very long to see how good this guy can be for you because he's probably going to be in the big leagues at some point next season. A couple other things that stood out to me. One, Ron Rivera would love this guy. (laughs) Did you catch him mention at least two times Ron Rivera's favorite statement, be where your feet are? He mentioned it multiple times of being where my feet are. Ron would love this guy. He's very present. That was a good thing. And the other thing that stood out to me, Ryan Clary tweeted about it. We're going to talk with him coming up at 530. Privilege to have pressure. Pressure is a privilege. Being the number two overall pick, being the top hitter drafted in this draft class, that's a privilege to have that kind of pressure. And I think that's the the right kind of mindset to have because you got lucky enough to be the number two overall pick. Not saying that he didn't work or anything. I'm just saying that the ability to be the number two overall pick, that's a privilege to have that pressure, to get $9 million, the second most, out of the draft class. That's a privilege. I like that kind of mindset because he's going to have pressure on him. Like I already talked about, Keith Law already has this guy ranked number six overall in prospect list. Baseball America already has this guy ranked number four on their prospect list. This guy's not coming into, oh, well, we hope this guy is good, but we'll see. No, no, no. This guy is supposed to be a superstar type talent. That's what he's supposed to be, and that's the kind of pressure he's going to have. And so going into this, if he didn't like the pressure, well, that's too bad, bud. You're going to have it. You're going to be expected to be a difference maker in this organization. And pretty soon. Not something where hopefully five years down the road this guy's helping out. No, this guy's going to be expected to help out relatively soon. And Mike Rizzo's not going to sit there and make him wait in the minors for three and four years to make sure he's ready. Mike Rizzo's going to try and push this guy as quickly as possible because I think they're looking at this timeline. He talked about some of the guys he knows in the majors, or or the minors, Brady House, talking about um, James Wood. He knows some of those guys. He talked about C.J. Abrams. That's the future of this ball club. CJ's already with the big league club. James Woods in double A. Brady House just got promoted to double A. Those guys are moving through quickly. They're going to be here pretty soon. In the next couple of years, 
That's the same thing for you, Dylan Cruz. And so I think that there's going to be a lot of pressure on his play. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. But I think that he's going to be able to handle it. I love the way that he's looking at it. And I think that there's going to be a big change coming to Nationals Park very soon. Not this year. Maybe not the beginning of next year. But I think you're going to start seeing the time tick down to when the next batch of stars is headed to Nats Park down here in the Navy Yard. It could be very soon. And you just heard from one of them. A guy that, for many, is going to be ranked as the top Nationals prospect coming in. Dylan Cruz. Get excited, Nationals fans. 2019 was awesome. Remember what it was like, though, to get there? Remember what it was like when they came back in 2005 and it took forever and they finally made the playoffs in 2012? Remember what those years were like when Strasburg was coming up in 2010? That's where you're at. I know it stinks. You won the World Series in 19. You wish you were right back there. I do, too. I wish that team could have had a chance to truly repeat. I wish that that team could have had a chance to prove itself once again. I understand that. We all understand that. But we're going back to square one. Think back to how fun 2010 was. Think back to how fun 2011 was when Harper's coming up. Think about how fun 2012 was when you finally got to get to the playoffs, adding Gio Gonzalez and getting over the hump for the first time and getting into the playoffs. Think about how fun those times were. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. And hopefully, we're talking about 2024, 2025, in that same sort of vein where we're getting over the hump and we're getting back into a playoff contention, and this is a baseball team that is competing for World Series and not just finishing last in Major League Baseball, and I think we're really close. So get excited, Nats fans. Get excited. We're going to take a break here, but first we're going to hit you with a update from the Open Championship. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, 1067 The Fan, the Team 980, Odyssey app. Toby Altizer with you up until 6.30, Nationals baseball tonight. Head on out to the ballpark tonight. Abrams bobblehead, 
Dylan Cruz is in town. DC to DC. I'm sure he's going to do so much with that marketing-wise. You can do so much with that. Dylan Cruz in DC. We're going to take a break from the Diamond, though. We're going to get back into that coming up at 5 o'clock. Keith Law from The Athletics is going to join us. Ryan Clary, Locked on Nationals. Also, G&D, you'll hear him coming up at 5.30. And plenty more talking that starting at 5 o'clock. But I do want to get into the new ownership. I mean, that's what we've talked about. Thursday, talked about a Friday. You had Josh Harris call in to Grant and Danny and buy beers for everyone at Old Ox and over at the bullpen. Fantastic celebration. And a credit to all of our hosts, everyone that works here. A big thank you to CK, everyone that put the work in. That was awesome. The two days we spent celebrating, the last two days we spent, have been fantastic. Hanging out with my guy Mike here. Mike, how was it down at the bullpen on Thursday just experiencing all that? Dude, it was so lit. It was literally one of the best days of my life, especially as a D.C. sports fan. It's up there with... The Capitals, Stanley Cup, the Nationals, World Series. It was electric at the bullpen. And that's something that we want to get into this. And if you want to call in 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, I don't know any different, honestly. Mike, you don't know any different. We're both young guys. All we knew was Dan Snyder. That's all we've known. But just the hope that you feel, right? Watching what Josh Harris and that group did yesterday, and seeing them high-fiving fans, seeing Magic Johnson dancing along to go-go music, seeing those guys talk about the difference they want to make in the community, them being approachable, being like normal human beings, guys that you feel like you could go talk to at some point and ask them a question and they wouldn't completely blow you off. That's something we haven't had. That's something that just we have not had with that football team in forever. And I was listening to Doc talk to J.P. Finley earlier today on 106.7 The Fan, the 980. It, and J.P. brought up a good point. Like, yesterday went off without a hitch. Those guys getting introduced, everyone knew when to speak. There weren't people running around doing crazy things. It didn't seem like it was something like, hey, we got we to gotta introduce these guys. Put the stick. Uh, do this. Okay, we're ready to go. And then it looked all disjointed. How many times have we seen things over at Ashburn, at FedEx Field? All those things seem disjointed. Think about the Sean Taylor installation and how much people were disappointed by that. And think about what you saw yesterday. I know they're not the same thing, but yesterday just looked like a professional introduction to the franchise. That's what it looked like. It looked like if you would have turned on NFL Network and saw that the Dolphins got sold or saw that the Chargers got sold, and you turned it on, and you saw, oh, okay, this looks like a professional outfit. This looks like exactly what you'd expect a National Football League franchise to look like when they're introducing their new ownership group. And how many times have we said that about things going on in the Burgundy and Gold in my lifetime? I can't say that I have. How many times have we complained about those sort of things? So just the little things. And I know that there's going to be a honeymoon period with these guys, and some of that is what we're talking about right now. Even just the little details, we're like, man, this is awesome. And every little thing that they do is going to feel like that, really probably for the next year, two years, three years, who knows how long it goes. But just the fact that it felt like you could talk to these guys, they feel approachable. Josh Harris is calling in here to 106.7 The Fan. I mean, what an epic moment. That's something that... We're going to be talking about for a long, long time. 
because that's something that Snyder never did. And you know what? I, I know that way, way we've talked about this. I want to look at this a little differently because the way that we've talked about it, and rightfully so, is he's not Dan Snyder. So that's the celebration. And I do understand that. And I think that that is very worthy. But as someone who's a little bit younger that doesn't really know any different, so when you look at a team, you think about the glory days, and then you look at Dan Snyder and you see the difference. I don't see the difference. I didn't experience that. I think Josh Harris deserves some credit, too. And so much of what we've done over the last couple of days is a celebration that Dan has gone, and rightfully so. Again, nothing against that. But I think that Josh deserves some celebration, too. This guy has done a fantastic job of coming in here and endearing himself to us in two days. In two days. This is a guy that we're celebrating. And a lot of people are celebrating the other reason, like I mentioned. But seriously, this guy deserves some celebrating. And how big of a thing is this? You know, again, listening to what the the, the interview you heard earlier with Scott Van Pelt, with Kevin Sheehan. And I don't think national people understand how big this is. We're celebrating this in the area like it was a Super Bowl. Seriously. I mean, that's what this whole celebration has felt like over the last couple of days. And I think part of the reason is Josh Harris as well. Really, I think that he's done a phenomenal job. And we're going to talk about this name change thing coming up at 4 o'clock because I know that a lot of people get revved up about that. And I think for various reasons. I'd love to hear from you guys if you want to hop in on that. Coming up at 4 o'clock, 800-636-1067. But I think that Josh Harris deserves some credit for this. And one thing that I think we love to do, and I, I don't want to make assumptions here. We do the same thing with enemy to an extent. I don't want to make like overarching assumptions here. But this is a guy that comes from running two professional sports franchises. So I don't think you have to have the reservation like, ooh, this good guy could be terrible. He's done this a little bit before. He's experienced. Not to say that there's no chance that he's not a you know bad owner. I'm not saying that. But I, I think some people are holding out reservations still on him. I don't think you have to. I think this guy is going to be competent. I think here in Magic Johnson, the commanders put out a new video on their Twitter account of Magic Johnson addressing the employees today. Maybe we can grab that audio and play it for you here in just a little bit. But he's like, hey, we're just going to be the best. And not just in football but in all the sports. And he's talking to the employees. You know, he's not talking to the players. He's talking to the employees. I think the people get it. I think the people that are in charge of this organization get it. That's something we haven't been able to say in a long time about this franchise because they have not gotten it. They don't understand. But this regime gets it. And I'm excited about these guys. So I want to hear a little bit from them. I also want to talk about the name change coming up at 4 o'clock. You want to hop in, 800-636-1067. You can tweet me, at Toby underscore Altizer. want to continue talking about the new commander's ownership coming up here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, and live and free anywhere on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, Odyssey app. Toby Altizer with you up until 6.30. So that's baseball. Nats-Giants, game two. Hey, how about the Nats get a sweep already? Wouldn't that be something? The, the record's already going. I don't I don't remember the number of series they've gone without a sweep. But they won game one, so there's at least some hope. How about a sweep at home? C.J. Abrams, bobbleheads tonight. Dylan Cruz in town. How about a sweep? That'd be nice. Let's do that. Talking about the new ownership with the Commanders. 
Toby Altizer. If you want to follow me on Twitter at Toby underscore Altizer, you can tweet me there or give us a call, 800-636-1067. I really do think that Josh Harris is going to be a good owner for this franchise. I do, and I think that they've already proven just from a couple of days of talk. Now we need to see it in action. But, I mean, how many times do we see Dan Snyder talk? <laughs> I mean, just even the fact that you're seeing them talk. And when you've heard them talk, it doesn't sound like they don't know how to form a sentence or that they don't understand social constructs. Constructs. They didn't come out and say Happy Thanksgiving. You know, like they were just they're like normal guys. I think you can already sense the difference there. Let's get out to Andrew, who is in the Navy Yard. Andrew, what's going on, man? Hey, everything's great. We went and canceled our vacation at the beach so we could attend the Nats game and see Dylan Cruz and. All the fun, like you were talking about, with um, Josh Harris coming in as the owner is absolutely huge. And this has just been an incredible few days. So just happy to be a part of it. I think you nailed it on Dylan Cruz, by the way. Andrew, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the ballpark tonight. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a fun one down at the ballpark tonight. It's not actually too, too hot out here. It's not too, too bad. I mean, it definitely could... It could be worse. The bullpen's just nonstop action because Thursday was the commander's sale. Yesterday I saw it was packed for um, the women's national team win. Yeah. And that was after the Nationals already beat the Giants. And then tonight, like you said, beautiful weather. Dylan Cruz in town. I'd expect the bullpen to be jumping once again. So what a great time for the Navy Yard area. Yeah, no kidding. This is awesome to be down here, by the way. It's cool to be in D.C. And that's another thing, too, with the stadium. I don't know that we'll get much into the stadium today. I do want to get into the name stuff coming up at 4 o'clock. But how cool would it be if it were just back in D.C.? I mean, it just feels right. And there were a couple things, and we'll talk about this more with the name change stuff, but you can feel the passion from Josh Harris. And I think that's kind of what has allowed me to leave some of the uh, reservation that I had about Josh Harris and, and let it go was, I mean, this guy owns the Sixers, he owns the Devils, is he a Philly guy now? But then you could hear the passion in his voice when he talked about his team growing up, the old Redskins. You could hear the passion in his voice when he talked about going to RFK. I think this guy's passionate about this team. Now, who knows where it ranks in his hierarchy? Maybe he looks at them all the same, you know? You ask people this, oh, it's like, choosing between one of my kids, I like them all, you know, whatever. I think this one might hold a special place. One, it's the NFL, and NFL's king, and I think we all understand that. That's why the Nationals are introducing their number one overall pick, number two overall pick over at Nationals Park, and we're talking about the Commanders today. <laughs> I mean, that, let's be honest here. That's The NFL owns the United States of America, and so now he's a part of that, and it's the team that he rooted for growing up. So I think that this team is going to hold a special place in his heart. And just hearing all the guys go through that. Mitchell Rails talking about what it meant to own this team. Magic Johnson even coming up with some connections to this franchise and what it means to him. I think this ownership group really cares. And hearing what he had to say about, we saw an opportunity here and we felt it was our obligation to get this team back to where it was. I think that they're going to look at this as their top priority. Not to say that they're going to neglect the Sixers, not to say that they're going to neglect the Devils, but I think that he looks at this and sees a huge opportunity here to steward the team that he once loved and bring them back to glory. 
Well, and with all due respect, like when he bought the Devils, they were trash. And when he bought the Sixers, they were trash. Like we actually have a solid roster. So it's not like you're coming in, you're having to strip it down to the studs. Like we're ready to go right now. Like we're just a few key pieces away. Yeah. And I thought the way that Kevin Sheehan talked about it and Doc Walker have talked about it. And they called this Operation Return to Glory. And I think that's beautifully put. That's what the goal should be. Obviously, you want to win Super Bowls and all that stuff. I, I get all that. And that's ultimately the goal is winning on the field. But can you get this team back to what it once was? And obviously, that did include winning. But can you bring back the passion that was in D.C. when they're jumping up and down at RFK saying, we want Dallas? Because, again, I don't know what that's like as a fan that's been here my whole life. You know, you <laughs> people in my family would joke, you're torturing that kid to make him a Redskins fan. And in a lot of ways, it felt like that at times because I don't know the good old days. Can we make it so that the good old days aren't something we talk about in the past anymore and it's something we're talking about in the present? And I think that's their job. I really do. I think it's their job to look at it and say, this is the team I grew up with. This is what it is now. Let's get it back there so that everyone that lives in this area can understand what this team once was and what it's going to be going forward. Stop being Ravens fans. Stop looking up the road to Philly. Stop looking everywhere else and social media age and falling in love with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City or Josh Allen in Buffalo and stick right here with the Burgundy and Gold. And I think that's what they're going to do, and I'm excited about it. I really am. Set a quick break here with the British Open update, and we'll get more into the commander's ownership next here on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 